This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by the University of Louisiana Monroe. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of ULM and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by ULM. Sports Properties, a property of Learfield IMG College, brings you Hawk Talk. Hawk Talk is brought to you by Anheuser-Busch, Bancor South, Brookshire's, CenturyLink, Coca-Cola, Edward Via College of Osteopathic Medicine, First National Bank, Iberia Bank, Louisiana Lottery, and Warhawk Sports Properties. Hawk Talk is on the air. Here's ULM head football coach Matt Viator and the voice of the Warhawks, Nick White. Welcome into Hawk Talk as we catch up with the head football coach of the ULM Warhawks, Coach Matt Viator, coming off of a uh, another tough one there at South Alabama this past Saturday, 38-14. to We also get set to uh, first time in, uh, in around a month back here at uh, Malone Stadium getting set for a very good Appalachian State team. And, of course, want to thank uh, Walk-Ons, our presenting sponsor of Hawk Talk. 38-14, to South Alabama uh, wins over ULM. We welcome in uh, Coach Matt Viator and uh, – you know, certainly uh, score is not the way we wanted it, no doubt. But, uh, you know, I saw some some things uh, that I feel like we, we get, got, a, got a chance to really build on. And I think the first thing, aside from the pick six, was uh, the best opening drive we've had, you know, all year. Getting down the field, uh, getting the run game going. Unfortunately, a tip ball, pick six goes the other way. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that part, early part, you just feel a little momentum going the opposite direction. Uh, but I certainly was pleased with the drive up to that point. Yeah, I was. I was really uh, pleased, too, with the, uh, you know, the kickoff. We had fantastic kick coverage, you know, got down there and and uh, three and out. Yep. Start the game in a really good drive. But, you know, unfortunately, I mean, we've had, you know, we had opportunities, and I guess, and it's it's frustrating, you know, to not be able to, to finish. But we did move the football better offensively and had, you know, to give us opportunities. And uh, But, you know, we were talking about it earlier Nick and you know it's just in every game I've never seen anything like it and every game we've been down multiple touchdowns in the first half yep. and it's just been incredible and um, I'm certainly not going to use that as an excuse for an inept running game but my point is I think we were doing some pretty good stuff in the run game to start but then you look up and you're down and you're constantly trying to get back in the game and um, you know and I, that's been the frustrating thing but Hopefully, as we talked about earlier, you know, we can build on it and, you know, continue to move the ball. And, you know, if what you have to work on is closing drives, then at least means that you're moving it and you're having opportunities. And, uh, you know, so hopefully that'll be the case. And we need to work on finishing the drives and, you know, not making that that critical mistake, but that we are having some production now. Yeah, and I thought uh, on that run game in, in the early parts, you, you could see that extra little burst from Josh that maybe you hadn't seen in the first five games. No, he you know had some times where he was out in the early part of the season, but uh, I thought he looked good and fresh and, uh, you know, ready, ready to roll out there, especially on that opening drive. I think so. I think it helped him. Uh, you know, he did practice last week, but, um, you know, Josh – he just had a rough go of it, and uh, he's a good player, and uh, you know hopefully he can work him, 
himself back in. You know, he was actually had, you know, there was an injury last spring, so he, he wasn't able for spring. And then I think it was the second practice this year that we had in August camp. You know, he had pulled his hamstring yep. and had problems, you know, wasn't here in June. None of, you know, none of them were and had July, you know, and he just never has really been able to get on track really with injuries and trying to get himself back into shape, being out as long as he has. And so hopefully, you know, he can continue to, uh, but I agree. I did think that that was the best, you know, I thought he showed some flashes in George Southern, but I thought that was the best he looked, especially early. We, we've known, you know, South Alabama's had talent and uh, they've just kind of been missing that, that, that extra it factor on offense. Well, you know, a veteran that we've seen for years now, Kwan Baker, he sure did uh, seem to provide that extra spark as, uh, you know, he had a you know, big ball down downfield, ended up with uh, three touchdowns there in the ball game. He, he was really a, a, kind of the difference in that ball game. I think he's he's a good player. And, uh, you know, they have three good receivers. I think probably the better, th- probably the best three when you put them all together, you know, of anybody in the league, really. And uh, But I think, you know, with them, the X factor is the quarterback. You know, which that hasn't really been there, yep. you know, the last several years. Like, Minter's been a really good player, but they replaced him. You know, the well, 26 is a good player. They have the wideouts, but, you know, they have the ability now to, you know, the quarterback heard us running you know, the other night at, at really critical times, you know, he uh, which we were hurt at Liberty with that too. You know, mm-hmm. critical, critical times of the football game. You know, uh, Wirtz started it and – you know, from George Southern and people scrambling and, you know, getting those, you know, uh, well, heck, I mean, let's go back to week two with Vitt. Yep. You know, and so, you know, you pressure them and to be able to keep the quarterback in, but then now you got to play man everywhere. You drop back and then, the, you know, quarterback. So I think I'll give the young man credit, Trotter. I think it's his name. Yeah, quarterback. Trotter. Desmond Trotter. But he certainly, uh, it was the best I saw him throw the ball consistently. I mean, he made some really good throws. In some, you know, in a couple, not the first touchdown, the long one, but there was a couple others that were in tight, tight windows that he hasn't been able to make those throws, but he has helped them also running the ball, and uh, he certainly helped them last Saturday. And, and it also helps them, and, and certainly I think that unit played as good as possible, but, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, it looked to be the deepest area in, in the secondary, and, and right now it, it was razor thin in that football game. Kevrick Wiggins uh, kind of had to get out there, a late start in there, and, and a number of other guys, and, uh, you know, that lack of depth, especially, you know, I remember Kilo Sweeney had to go in and play a little cornerback in there just to give guys a little bit of a breather out there on that side of the ball. Well, we've lost guys there, and, uh, you know, unfortunately. And um, and I think, you know, Bunny not being able to go, you know, forced us kind of into that situation and stuff. And, uh, you know, you either throw a freshman, a young guy out there, and I think that, you know, our defensive coaches, which I agree, you know, thought that especially against them guys, you know, put kilos out there and you know let him and then you know maybe put a, a younger guy back at, at safety you know where kilos plays and uh but even on that particular play when they threw the touchdown it's a great throw yeah really good throw i mean well you know he had good coverage i mean you know like i said trotter you know for more than i've seen i mean really dropped in some really really nice balls and some tight coverage and then, uh, you know, you look at some, some of the positives there on defense. Uh, that interception by Hunter Smith was as good as you'll see out there. I mean, kind of reaching back on it, uh, showed his hands, uh, and you're, it stopped a red zone threat for them uh, there at that juncture in the in the football game. Really good play on the on a bootleg pass and, you know, did what Coach Selker teaches them to do and, you know, kind of played the run and then turning. His job is to is to turn and find the crosser. 
you know, and stuff. And uh, and he did. I mean, it was really textbook when you look at it. And, you know, and I've, uh, I don't coach defense, but I've heard it taught. And I've heard, you know, Coach Stoker and Coach Collins talk about it. And it's really uh, what they talked about. He did. Yeah, he, he nailed it on that play. We'll take our first break. We'll come back, finish up South Alabama, and then uh, we get to come back home uh, after about a month, uh, getting set to take on a very good Appalachian State team. You're listening to Hawk Talk, uh, presented by Walk-Ons here on the Warhawk Radio Network from Learfield IMG College. Let's go back to Hawk Talk with ULM head football coach Matt Viator and the voice of the Warhawks, Nick White. Welcome back to Hawk Talk, brought to you by Walk-Ons, as we uh, continue to uh, discuss last Saturday's football game uh, for the Warhawks at South Alabama, 38-14. Uh, the Jaguars able uh, to win, moving to 2-0 for the uh, first time uh, since they've been in the Sunbelt Conference as far as conference play. Uh, we continue to catch up with Coach uh, Matt Viator and uh, talking about the defense a little bit. Um, after Jordan Carroll's touchdown pass made it 31-14, to you know, Still a lot of football game left to be played, and uh, credit to South Alabama. They went nearly 11 minutes, uh, 16 plays, 71 yards, and uh, capped off the football game with a five-yard pass to Kawan Baker. They just they just bled the clock out there at, in the final, uh, really took up most of the final uh, final quarter there and just gave you no chance to get back in that football game. Yeah, they converted some, third, some crucial third downs, and I think two fourth downs. I know the yes. touchdown was a fourth down, but they had had another one you know, in there as well and stuff. So, you know, give them credit. And like I said, I thought we battled defensively, you know, but at, at times like that, I mean, it's that's kind of, you know, been a theme in some of these games at crucial times. We can't get them off the field. And, uh, you know, we'll have to come up with a play or two, you know, here and there to try to do that. But for the most part, I think we're, you know, we're, we, we competed pretty good defensively. And the lack of depth at the corner positions, you continue to develop on the defensive line. Your boy, number of guys continuing to get to rotate in there. Some young guys uh, getting, it was nice to see Mason Hussman back in the lineup, and he had a, a big play in there as well. But uh, you got a lot of young guys that I thought all in all uh, played pretty well out there against South Al. We're excited about them, and you know, some of them have, you know, we have those true freshmen that have been really forced to get in, you know, whether it's injuries or opt-outs. I mean, they've been forced to to jump in there, and uh, Quincy Lade's played a lot. Marcus Moore's played a lot. Elijah Fisher actually started yeah. as a defensive end because, you know, we had a couple kids out and during the open week and then, you know, a little bit earlier in the week. But we're fortunate to be able to bring the majority of them. I mean, they dress, but Elijah got most of the work, and uh, he ended up starting. And uh, I was watching him uh, yesterday morning early, you know, I was here watching and trying to watch all the players. And I'll tell you what, he – he battled in there pretty good and, you know, ended up making some plays and stuff. So, you know, it's it's unfortunate sometimes that you have to throw true freshmen in there, but I guess it's fortunate when, you know, when you look at it moving forward that they're getting some valuable experience. We talked a lot last week about the kicking game and, and the work that you guys put in during the off week of trying to, you know, work on that and, you know, coverage was there, punt protection uh, was there, you know, missed field goal, missed PAT. But other than that, uh, I know you were pleased with the way you got got in there and really covered that stuff. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly that part of it. And, uh, you know, one of the things that helped, obviously, and, you know, and I'm just being 100% honest, we didn't punt too much. And, you know, yep. it certainly helped that we only had to punt three times. You know, that helps, okay? <laughs> That's the first thing that helps your punt team. But I did think that the uh, the protection was better, the coverage was excellent, um, I'll give Daniel a lot of credit, Sparks, too, and our snapper. And, you know, he just, he's a true freshman. He's a young kid, and but the operation improved. And that's what we 
really tried to work hard on it open week is to get the operation down to two, you know, getting into the one nines and getting that operation part of it down too and that helps your protection and but nothing helps your protection and your punt team more than having to punt less and you know so hopefully that's a trend Nick you know cause when, like I said you punt three times you punt four times in a game but when you punt eight or nine times you know sooner the law averages you know something's you know <laughs> something's gonna break down and and um, you know, hopefully we can continue that. I end up doing on Mondays a couple of interviews. Uh, part of my obligations here, you know, with with broadcasting, is I'm obligated to do some of those as as you do as well with our local local folks in the media. And I was asked about you know just the the having the mindset. And I want to go back to that first drive. You know, things are going well, going well, going well, and then boom, something bad happens, and it's like, oh goodness, here we go again. How do you and the coaches continue to to you know, pump these guys up, put them up, understand, hey, you're making the plays, just need this to go right, this to go right, and maybe not press, you know, maybe that's, that's you don't want to see them do that, but just keep the right mindset and understand, hey, if you keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, this thing's going to turn around and go our way. Well, I mean, a lot of what you're saying, really, but, you know, my philosophy has always been, and, you know, I'm going to keep coaching, and I'm going to keep teaching, and I'm going to keep holding them accountable, and, you know, and I always continuously preach to the coaches and I certainly try to uh, to do that myself and you know when all possible I'm going to be positive you know I'm not going to create a you know I just don't want that I, I didn't I don't want a negative environment yeah. that everything is negative there's certainly a lot to be negative about right now but every day they come in and you just browbeat them and you do things so you know look I mean we come in and we watch the film like we did this morning and hey here's the mistakes here's what we did good Here's a great play you did. Here's a really bad play you did. Here's a really bad call by me. You know, I got to get better, and I got to eliminate the and, bad call. And I want to go to that real quick. That's accountability, right? You well, gotta, sure. We're going to hold everybody I mean, accountable. Hey, and, you, you know, know I, would love to, I would love to, uh, you know, I always tell the players, you know, and, okay, here's, you know, here's what you didn't do good. Here's what I didn't do good. Oh, you're telling me, which I'm not saying that, okay? I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to say officials miss calls. But my point is, yeah. somebody will bring up maybe, well, I didn't think this was passing. Okay, well, you know, he may have missed one. But, you know, you missed a few yourself. You know, we're all, you know. But the only way I think you're, you know, you're going to get better is if you acknowledge, you, you see what you're doing, you know, and you come back and work. So, you know, this is, it's different times. I mean, I've never been through anything like this, obviously, and, Certainly never been 0-6 and, and, you know, never kind of seen the stuff. But, you know, all I really know to do, I'm a football coach, and, you know, I want to coach football, and I want to teach the kids, and I want to love the players and try to take care of them. And and that's what we're going to continue to do regardless of, you know, of how many we win. That's the only way I know, and uh, and I'm going to continue to treat them with respect and try to get them better and try to help them out. That's my job It's not to to run them down. If they need to be gotten on, Nick, I'm going to get on them. Sorry. you know, that's just my job is to try to help them. And it's our jobs as coaches is to try to help them. And uh, that's what we're trying to do. And it doesn't stop. You know, I look at it just coaching is like parenting, you know, whenever you got a, you know, for me, eight and a five year old and positive reinforcement seems to work the best. And, you know, <laughs> show, 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 show what you're doing right. But, you know, here's son, hey, you know, the situation in school, you know, this is what you got to do better. And then, you know, if you got to discipline them, you got to discipline them. So, uh, you know that that's just important to to keep them you know going in the right direction. No 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 question about that. I mean I agree, and but you know it's I mean you, everybody's accountable, and starting with me, and uh, you know obviously I mean it's I'm the head coach, and so you know everybody has to take responsibility in what's going on, and uh, you know but it's I know it's simple, but 
you know, it's like I tell the player, it's just an old cliche, but you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution, one of the two. And I want to be part of the solution, and the coaches do. And, you know, we need guys on board that want to, that want to work to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. We'll take our uh, last break here of the show. We'll come back and uh, talk about uh, Appalachian State. Boy, they, they looked impressive on Thursday against Arkansas State, winning 45-17 to after a month off. We'll talk about the Mountaineers coming to here uh, to Monroe. You're listening to Hawk Talk, brought to you by Walk-Ons here on the Warhawk Radio Network from Learfield IMG College. Let's go back to Hawk Talk with ULM head football coach Matt Viator and the voice of the Warhawks, Nick White. Welcome back in as uh, ULM getting set to host Appalachian State. This is a 3 p.m. kickoff. Uh, people haven't uh, gotten that memo uh, originally, I believe, at 6 o'clock. Uh, but, uh, you know, Halloween night and uh, picked up on ESPNU, uh, 3 o'clock, Appalachian State coming here to Monroe. And Coach, as I mentioned, going into the last break, uh, they had nearly a month off due to uh, their own COVID issues, massive COVID issues, obviously. Uh, they played before playing Arkansas State back on September the 26th against Campbell and then uh, nearly a month before uh, taking on Arkansas State. And they didn't miss a beat, 45-17. to 17, They looked awfully good last Thursday there on national TV. I thought they did, too. And uh, I was impressed with the way they executed offensively. And um, I think that was the first thing that really caught my attention. I mean, they have, you know, 10, star- 10 of the starters are seniors on offense. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, when you look, especially in today's football, Nick, it's where it's easier and easier to transfer. you got to appreciate that that those kids have stayed with the program and, and have stayed in there. But uh, I was impressed with their execution on offense, and I'm impressed with which I always am with App State. It's like a broken record. I've been studying them so long for my FCS days. They're fast. You know, and so you never really know coming out of a, of, of a break like that, you know, and kind of what your speed is and what your legs is. But I thought for – legs are going to be, excuse me, but I, for 60 minutes <laughs> – you know, they still they they looked really fast to me. They have a, a new coach, uh, but he's he's an App State guy through and through. There, after uh, Coach Satterfield uh, went to Louisville, Coach Shrinkwitz went to Missouri. Uh, not a whole lot has changed here uh, with, with what they've got there uh, a, a, as far as Appalachian State. New coach, but same system. Same system, Nick. I mean, look like they're doing the same things offensively and defensively. I mean, I've said it for years. They're going to run the football. They're going to stop the run. That's their first two objectives. Uh, you know, they're going to play really hard, and they're not going to beat themselves. I mean, that's kind of what they are and, like, and who they are. And, um, you know, so now it hasn't changed. And uh, I'm looking forward. I've never met Coach Clark, you know, because we haven't. Didn't have media days. Yeah. We didn't have media days. We didn't have the spring meetings, you know, when you get an opportunity to meet these other coaches and, and stuff. So, you know, maybe I'll look forward to maybe having an opportunity to meet him, but it's the same system in the same app state and a guy that's uh, running that offense is uh is pretty darn good zach thomas uh, six touchdowns five of those coming last week against arkansas state uh but but as good as he is throwing the football he can run it and uh that that's really the the dynamic that he brings to the table and opens up their offense yeah i think they do a great job with him and uh you know we tried to to do what coach kubik did and i with with caleb i think they do a great job of picking the times to run and stuff. I mean, because it's a long season, and you know how you you know how much pounding your quarterback takes and stuff, especially a guy with Thomas's ability. But it was a really good time quarterback draw. I watched it on TV the other night, and it's a great time to run it. You know, gets the the right coverage, and then you know he picks two or three or four times in a game to scramble, and God, it just breaks your back. You know, mm-hmm. when you 
when you stop the run and you get him in third and nine or third and eight and he scrambles and you know and gets just enough you know for the first down and stuff so he's a good player and uh, certainly be challenging to defend their running game uh thomas you know dual threat there but uh harrington is, has been awfully good as well 438 yards this year averaging right at 110 uh, and they've always had great running backs i was talking to coach stoker uh earlier today and the thing he talked about about their run game that they certainly have a great offensive line but their receivers how well they 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 run block and they are really the key in the run game yeah, absolutely i mean it starts with the offensive line no doubt but you're able to break big plays down the field with your with your receivers blocking and uh, it's indicative of a team that runs the ball a lot that's what they're built on and stuff and uh but you know the tailbacks in my opinion you look at them and i've been impressed like you know the backup one year the next year you know and i mean we went from Moore to darrington evans yep. you know and then darrington evans is up getting drafted but he's the backup you know and then of course now harrington and they just keep moving them up but it starts with that old line four out of the five are seniors They've played a lot of football, and to me, that's where it starts. But at receiver, they got a guy that's been there forever, Hennigan. Uh, I don't know how many years, but uh, seems like forever. But uh, he's, he's just continued to be a model of consistency there in their, their receiving core. He's been a really good player. Especially, you know, he's done well against us, and plus he's, you, know, you have to contend with him in the return game and stuff. But, uh, no, he's certainly been a very consistent player, and I was impressed last week because you know, the, the five touchdown passes, I think it was, four or five that yep. you alluded to, none of them were to him. I mean, and so, matter of fact, as I watched the game, I was thinking to myself, you know, man, is he hurt? So it, it was impressive to me that they were able to put up the numbers they did in the passing game, and he wasn't targeted, but he was in the game. But uh, they were able to target the other receivers, well, and you, tight ends. You, you mentioned that, and uh, you know they have completions to uh, approximately. I'd have to count it up off the stats. Fifteen different guys. Yeah. And that shows you how the ability to spread that football around. A lot of it comes to Nick with bootlegs and play action. You know, you get the ball to tight ends and you know fullbacks, and I mean all, a, a different variety of players and uh, stuff. So yeah, it's impressive. Defensively, uh, you know, same system there as well. These guys are are pretty consistent, and uh, as good as the offense was against Arkansas State whenever you go and shut them down to 17 points that's uh, pretty impressive as well you know it's built on speed uh, when you look at them uh, from a size standpoint I mean they're certainly not going to wow you by any stretch I mean you know they're going to you know play with in today's football which is kind of undersized guys but they're going to stunt and they're going to move and they're going to pressure you but you know the whole idea is to get the ball to to go sideways and when it does I mean, they could run, and, you know, that's the whole key of what they're trying to do is they're trying to get everything to go sideways, and then they're trying to get you to third down where they can mix their coverages and they can come after you because that's what they want to do. And uh, so it's the same system. You know, it's the same system back when, you know, I played them in the FCS. I mean, back in the, back in the day there, I think 2009 was the last time we played them when I were eight or nine or something when I was in FCS, but – you know, nothing. There's not a lot changed. Special special teams wise, Hennigan. You know, we'll get back there and return some kicks. What are some other areas of concern in that that area? You know, they when you look at them, I mean, they don't give you a lot of opportunities to return. But um, you know, hopefully we can we can maybe get something going there. Um, he scares me. Hennigan does. Any good returner scares you. You know, uh, whether it's Georgia. George Southern or whether it's Liberty, you know, when they have those good returners back there because you've got to make sure, make darn sure that you protect first, your operation time is right on, and then now you got to cover, 
but they certainly have the speed and the ability to block kicks. And they're going to get up there and challenge that. So you have to do your job there first. And then you gotta, you know, you gotta hope that that you're out in enough time, you know, to get out and cover it too. But it all starts with protection. And uh, this Saturday, three o'clock, Halloween, uh, I guess Halloween afternoon. We got a lot of great promotions for the kids come out here uh, with their costumes on and uh, going back to the P40s right this week. Those yes, uniforms. Sir. So uh, I think people have been wondering when those will come out this uh, this Saturday. They'll uh, they'll break them out, and I know the guys get uh, get pretty amped up whenever they put those things on. Yeah, they do. Actually, our record's really good with them you know with, with the p40s and stuff so uh it was suggested to me by one of the recruits so why don't y'all wear them every game you know it was kind of <laughs> but anyway well we got uh, bias but uh we got some of the best looking unis out there yeah. across the board you know whatever it might be and uh the p40s are, are part of that as well i look so forward to it Thanks, looking Dick. forward to that thanks coach and good luck here against app state three o'clock is the kickoff mike and i will be on the air at 2 p.m on klip 105 Point three FM. I want to thank John Lewandowski, our media relations director, JR, back at the radio people, and obviously uh, Coach Matt Viator. You've been listening to Hawk Talk brought to you by Walk Ons here on the Warhawk Radio Network from Learfield IMG College. Hawk Talk has been brought to you by Anheuser Busch, Bancor South, Brookshire's, CenturyLink, Coca Cola. Edward Via College of Osteopathic Medicine, First National Bank, Iberia Bank, Louisiana Lottery, and Warhawk Sports Properties. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by the University of Louisiana Monroe. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of ULM and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by ULM. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the ULM Sports Network.